Thank you for coming on today's episode of While No One Was Watching. My name is Jackie, accompanied by... Jen. Deborah. <laughs> and uh, today's um, podcast is going to be around uh, postpartum and how it has affected Jennifer and her experience on it. And I'll let her take away. All right. Well, I didn't think it was real. Because you know how everyone says, like, after you have a baby, you know, you're going to start feeling all, like, moody and everything. And, like, you're probably going to develop the postpartum. And, like, I didn't believe it because, well, and, like, my mom never talked about it about her. Like, no one that I know would say, oh, it's real. Like, but then, like, throughout the time that I was with Daniela, like, it was the time before um, Jose came, like, came to stay for a while. He was still at work and I still had her, like newborn and me like scared shitless but um like throughout those few days i would be like all moody and like crying for no reason and i would be like i would stay up like till like she'll be sleeping and in 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 the morning till the afternoon and then at night let's say like around 11 p.m till six in the morning she'll be up and like i would just be like Making sure, like, she'll take her naps, like, 10-minute naps from there. But it was, like, there was this one time, like, she just wouldn't stop crying, like, out of nowhere. Like, she was, like, basically, like, someone was killing her. Like that. And I was just, like, fucking scared shitless. I'm, like, because everyone was asleep. I was in my room. And I was just, like, trying to calm her down. And I'm, like, fuck, she doesn't want to eat. And also, it was causing me stress because I couldn't even produce milk at the time either. Yeah. And it was just, like, I was, like breaking down and i'm just like oh my god i'm like she's over here gonna fucking die on me and i'm like i don't know what to do but um she started to calm down like an hour into her tantrum oh shit yeah and then she took a 30 minute nap and i'm like okay so i had to check her diaper i made sure she was warm i made sure nothing was bugging her i made sure like she was okay and like i checked her diaper as well like she would poop like around like almost like three times when she was a newborn so that was like that was a lot of poop. That was like, a lot of poop. It's like her was poops. it like watery or is it like I, in the beginning, yeah, it was like watery, like diarrhea. Like she would oh. have diarrhea and I would be like, Oh my god, why is she having diarrhea? Yeah. But when we went to the doctor, she's like, No, she's just letting out all the mucus and all that from her body, so she'll be fine. I was like, All right, good. But um and then like a couple of days later when she was trying to like get used to her f- new formula. Because still, it was, like, already a week or two, and I still wasn't able to produce milk. And, like, it was very stressful for me because my mom, my stepmom, my dad, and, like, even other people that would tell me, like, oh, are you milk? I'm breastfeeding her. I was like, no, because I'm not able to. And they're like, oh, try this. Try this. Eat oatmeal. Eat, the, drink the mother tea thing. I don't know, like, something for the breast milk. Mm-hmm. Or, like, drink, eat sopa. Drink champurado, arroz con leche. And I'm like... All right, I'll do all that. And, like, still, nothing will come out. Like, maybe, like, a drop or two, but nothing else. Like, she would be crying because she was so hungry, and I'm like, I had to give her the formula. And, like, my mom would be like, oh, you're not doing this right. You're not you're not giving her what she needs. She needs the nutrients from your breast because it's better for her, and she'll be more healthy. I was like, how can I give it to her if I can produce it? Yeah. So <laughs> You're trying, but mm-hmm. it's like it's not happening. And it was more stressful for me, and I would just be like, I would cry when no one would be watching and like I would just be like like fuck I was like I would look at her and I'm like I'm sorry mama like I'm sorry that I'm not a good enough mother no yeah don't, don't. a lot of people suffer with that it's not like yeah. I don't know why I don't. mean I guess it's just Latina families and mothers it's usually breastfeeding yeah just like because especially they look down on formula mm-hmm. for some freaking <coughs> reason when you get the same nutrients both from ways. both ways yeah yeah and it's just like even when we went to the doctor, I, she told me, I'm like, if you're not able to produce milk, it's fine. You could get the Infamil. Like, for infants, it still yeah. gives the right formula. So we gave her that. She started drinking it, and she was fine. But she started um, getting the little ronchitas on her face. But they said it's, it's fine because it's from the heat. Mm. She's, um, it's all the hormones that's coming out of her. Mm. So I'm just like, okay. So whatever the doctor tells me. And I'm like, I tell my mom. And my mom gets mad because she's like, no, the doctor doesn't know what she's talking about. She's tr- the formula's affecting her. It's like it's causing her not to poop because she also wasn't pooping. She wouldn't poop like she'll poop one day yes, one day no, and it's like only one time out of the day. I guess because her body was getting used to the formula, mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to like break it down and shit. Yeah, and when she did poop, she'll be like, 
like the same thing like diarrhea and stuff like coming out and it's and i told the doctor it's like it's because she's doing diarrhea it's like because she's getting used to the formula she's taking out all the things that she was getting from like supposedly getting from the breast milk but she's not so and then my mom's like you need to change your formula i was like but she needs to get used to this one yeah. So I can't really change formulas right away because now she's gonna get stomaching and she's gonna get diarrhea. Mm-hmm. So my mom kept pushing and pushing and pushing, and it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, um, okay, go get her a, the, another infant, the gentle ease for the stomach, and because she wasn't burping either, we were having a hard time burping her. Mm-hmm. So we changed her to that one and made her worse and made gave her a stomach ache, like she was doing diarrhea. And I told her, and I'm like, no. I have to give her the Infamil. Mm-hmm. I give her the Neuro Pro one that has a little bit more in, nu- um, nutrients than the other one. And it was helping her. It was like she was getting better and better at it. So she was pooping not a lot, but she was still pooping at least once a day. Mm-hmm. It was something. So, like, it's more pressure for new moms because whatever you try to do, your parents will say, that's not right, you're doing it wrong. Your parents or other people feel mm-hmm. like they have the... The entitlement of telling you you're not a good enough mother, or you you're not. Do do, you need to do this. Mm-hmm. You need to do that. That's why this is happening. And then that's when you have to like. I'm not like trying to tell you what to do with your life, but you have to stick up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you have to like, like don't talk to me that way. The fuck's your problem? You know, like I'm a fucking human. Like don't talk to me that way. No, yeah, it's you just know? like you know. I'm like I don't like arguing or anything, like, especially yeah. with my mom, because I'm just like okay, I'm gonna just I'm gonna Let be like go. okay, whatever. But like yeah, I was getting to the point like oh they'll be check they'll be telling me oh you're not holding her right. Mm-hmm. She looks She looks like she's in pain. And I was like, she's fine. Like, she's not crying or anything. So I was like, I need to learn my way. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm grateful that my mom helps me with Daniela a lot. She's like, like, good. Like, even if I have to go to work and everything, she helps her. And I appreciate that a lot. But like, it was tough for the for me for the um, couple of the first two months because I felt like I was doing it by myself. Even though Jose was there, I didn't get that support like that you're supposed to get that I will that I hear that you're supposed to get that the husband or the boyfriend is supposed to help you like take care of her and everything. But the thing is like I would see he would try to stay up at night with her, but he couldn't. Like he would knock the fuck out like right away. And I would be up till like five in the morning, six in the morning, and like I would only get like four hours out of the day of sleep. Shit. Well Jose would be knocked the fuck out. And like I guess I was so mad about that, and I was so irritated with him. I was started, like, I was so mad, like, I was just, like, crying. I'm just, like, I wish your dad would put more effort in you. I wish your dad would, like, actually, like, take care of you like he's supposed to, not just lay down in bed and, like, not do nothing. Mm-hmm. And, like, at the point that I was, like, I would, like, I would cry a lot. Like, I would remember I would be sad and depressed all the time, and I'm, like, fuck. Like, I guess I do have postpartum because I feel like I'm by myself. I feel like I don't have an emotional support system. And it's like, I feel like no one's, like, checking up on me or the baby. And it's like... And if they are checking up on you, they're just telling you what you're doing wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I don't, like... That I doesn't help. Yeah, and, like, my friends can't come and visit because it's, like, with the whole COVID thing. Like, if they do, it's only for a little bit, and then they leave. And then, like, I'm just, like, stuck by myself with the baby. Even though Jose's there, but it's, like, I feel like I'm by myself. Yeah. And it was tough, like, for the first two months. I was just, like, I was literally so down. Like, I don't want to do anything. Like, I would pretend I'm, like, oh, I'm fine. I'm, like, nothing's wrong with me. Like, just so I wouldn't want to argue with anyone. But, yeah, just thinking back about it, it was just, like, hard. And, like, my body also, like, I felt my body all weird, like, I felt like, fuck, my body's, like, not the same. Even though it didn't look like I was pregnant and I was actually losing weight instead of the gaining weight, like, I would just stare at myself and, like, fuck, I'm, like, my stomach, my body, like, I don't feel like it's mine. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, it feels empty. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, I would even have, like, um, my insecurities would come back even, like, worse, like, fuck. And I was, like, I would think, like, fuck, Jose's going to leave me. Jose's going to find someone else. Like when he was in there, like he would when he would go like to do his podcast or like go do like don't go things to do with his mom, or like I would tell him go hang out with your friends, like go so you don't be home at all day, like so you don't feel suffocated. And it's just like I wasn't mad the fact that I would tell him to go out. I was just mad at the fact that I couldn't do anything. Like I couldn't go out. I couldn't like have a date to myself or any of that. Cause like it's just like I felt that my job was to be with Daniela. Cause I'm like I'm not. 
how I was. Like, I'm not, like, a t- uh, like out having fun like before. I have a kid, and my kid has to come first. So yeah, but you like still have to put yourself first, because if you're not there mentally, like, it's just going to get tougher and tougher. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Like, I was like, oh, I have to be there for my child. Like, I'm not, like, ha- like I'm not a kid anymore. Like, I have a kid, and, like, I can't go out like I used to. I can't be out all night. I Like, I have to be with my daughter. Like, if I do go out... It's only for, like, an hour or two because, like, I have that anxiety. Like, I can't be away from her. Yeah. Or, like, I feel like, okay, I need to go back because it's already been too long. But it's, like, Jose has, like, not to put it in a mean way, has his friends, has his, like, persons, like, his best friends there. For me, it's, like, how do you say it? Like, I felt by myself. Like, I couldn't talk to anyone how I'm feeling because, like, how can I tell oh, Deborah like, how I'm feeling if, like, she doesn't know what's going on or it's, like, she doesn't understand because she doesn't have a kid or, like, emotionally like that. So I would just be, like, like, when we would talk, I would just be, like, oh, I'm just fine. I'm, I'm chilling. I'm just hanging out or, like, watching Dizzy and, like, just pretending everything's good. But, like, when I was at home, I was just, like, like, sad, alone by myself. And it's, like, I would just be laying in bed and, like, with Daniela when she was awake. But, like, when she was, oh, no, when she's asleep. Because she, when she's awake, she wants to be up. But now it's, like, it's gotten a little bit better. But I still have my days that, like, I feel like no one's there for me. Or, like, I... Hopeless. Mm-hmm, hopeless, like. And, like, I can't be saying that, um, like, I didn't have someone, which apparently I did. But, like, I didn't feel it. Because mm-hmm. there's other people out there that, like, don't have their family or their they don't partner have like a support system support system they had to go through it by themselves yeah. and i give props to them because they they did it but like yeah it's it's all bad but like if you do like like for the people that actually got through it i give you guys props honestly because like i don't know how the fuck i'm able to get through this like because like it's not as bad as before but like it's just still there, and it's, like, I still have my insecurities. I still have, like, fuck. I still think that Jose might be cheating on me somehow. <laughs> like. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Jay. Jay. <laughs> Jay. <laughs> yeah, well, that is his boyfriend. No, but it's, like, it's, like, you, I don't know. It's, like, a feeling that you might get, like, you know, something's happening, but you don't know what it is, but you don't know, you don't want to confront it to them. Yeah. And it's just, like, you don't want to start a problem either. So I like, don't want to instigate anything either because then yeah. everything's just going to blow up. <laughs> yeah, that's what I didn't want to. But then I ended up blowing up on him, like, telling him shit and everything. And I just, I didn't mean to. Well, I didn't really blow it up on him. I just was so mad. And I was just like, I don't want to talk to him. I don't want to see him. Honestly, it's just like, I guess it was the day that um, um I told him, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have the door open. Because the day they want to go do the podcast when he was supposed to pick me up, but instead um, my sister picked me up. Mm-hmm. And I told him, let me know when you're home. So I, let me know when you're on your way so I could open the door for you. Homeboy didn't come back home till like almost like four in the morning. And I was already falling asleep. And then he, I told him, I'm like, I already locked the doors. Like, I'm not going to open them anymore. And he's like, can you open the door? And I was already mad. I'm just like. I just opened the door for him, and I'm like, I just let him in. I didn't even look at him. I didn't say anything. I just went straight to bed and pretended to go to sleep. But when he knocked out, I was like, I woke up, and I was just, like, so fucking depressed. I was like, fuck. I was, like, crying throughout the whole night. And, like, and then Daniela woke up, like, at 6 in the morning, and I had to work at 11. Oh, shit. So I didn't really get some sleep that that night. So you didn't sleep that night? I didn't sleep that night, and I was just, like, so mad. Like when, And I told, and I woke his ass up, and I'm like, I didn't give a fuck. I was just mad. I was, like, 10 or 9 in the morning, and I was like, I'm like, get the fuck up. I'm going to work. Take care of your child. Oh, shit. Shit like that. Like that. And I kissed Daniela goodbye, and I'm like, I just walked away from him. I didn't even, like, say anything to him. I didn't say bye or anything, and I just, like, went straight to work. Celeste dropped me off that day because I didn't want to, see like, talk to him or anything. And then, like, he told mom, my mom asked him, was like, did you do something? He's like, I guess I did. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, well, 
at least you expressed yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I give you props on that because you don't really express yourself. Like you or Jose don't really express yourselves. You know what I mean? But that's like everyone. Um, fuck. <laughs> you have balls. <laughs> I did not expect that. Take care of your child. Damn. Yeah, I was just mad. I'm just like. I don't want. I don't want to say anything else because then if not, it would have been a whore-ass argument. And it's like, I honestly don't want to deal with you at this time. It's too fucking early in the morning, and I'm like, I haven't gotten sleep. I only got like an hour and a half of sleep that day. And you work eight hour, nine hour. Shifts. Yes, I work. Sometimes like I do overtime or anything, yeah. and I'm just like, and I was like, you know what? You went out with your friends. Fuck you, go. And I was like, um, fuck. I Jose walked in and she was like, I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but yeah, I was just like, I was, I think I texted you or I texted Joe about it that I was just like, I was so mad and I was like, I was like, I just need someone to vent to or talk to because I felt like I was by myself, like yeah. with everything going on. And he, like, I think Joe told me, I was like, go talk to him. Like, yeah. I was like, I don't want to, and I told him, I'm like, I don't want to see his ass. Like, if I do, I wanted to punch him in the face. Yeah. Like, I was just, you did. I didn't hit him in the face. Yeah. I wanted to so bad. But no. We don't support <laughs> uh, <laughs> physical abuse <laughs> or emotional abuse. Domestic, domestic, domestic violence. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but then after that, they, like, I got home, like, around 8. And I was just, like, I still wasn't talking to him or anything. I was just, I just grabbed him from Daniela, got Daniela, I showered and everything. I was just with her all day. And I was, like, when I put her to sleep, I believe, I was just laying down and I was, like, just fucking contemplating on my life mm-hmm. but i was just so drained done. drained and done w- with everything emotionally mentally i was just like i was at the point like i didn't want to do anything anymore like i was legitly wanted to fucking die like at the point like i wanted to look for my razors and cut myself again no yeah because like the same thing like you need to have your support system like there for you but you need to have that communication too exactly you know? yeah communication you is can't also just like shut down and like okay the only reason why i don't really reach out to you anymore is because you always post on your social like you don't have anyone mm-hmm. and that pisses and me here, off like, so much right it's like nigga <laughs> i've been texting you for like the past month every day that's yeah. fucking hard for me <laughs> that's for me i don't even call my mama every day <laughs> what do you mean and then like I get butt hurt and I'm like, all right, bitch, you you don't got nobody. Fine, okay. But nah, I mean, I like, shouldn't be like that either. So. Nah, it's just like it's like you feel like you don't have anyone, even though you yeah. see the people reaching out mm-hmm. to you. You just feel it mentally, like in your head, like you literally don't have anyone. Like you don't have that person like that understands what you're going through. Like yeah. it's like if you had another like friend that was pregnant and I could like talk to mm-hmm. and tells you, oh, it get, gets better and everything. Like I was like. I didn't want to talk to Maria. I didn't want to talk to, like... My sister. I don't know. Your sister called. Oh. Yeah. But you can. Hokobo. Oh, Hokobo. Yeah. She was, like... But that work? was just when I wasn't even at work. And, like, yeah. I didn't want to talk to anyone from work. Because, like... That's weird. It is weird. Yeah. And it's, like... But it's Hokobo. It is Yeah, Hokobo's yeah. mama. Yeah. It's, like, I know, but Hokobo's busy with her kids. So I'm just, like, I don't want to bugger with my problems. Well, it's not that you're getting... It's just advice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She'll probably yeah. help you. Like, she has three kids. Fuck. Yeah. Like. yeah. <laughs> I thought she has four. I thought she, she has, has four. Three. She has four. She has no, four. She remember, baby, she remember? had the baby already. She has the girl who's 15. The two she's yeah, a manager the now. Really? Yeah, she's a manager in a McDonald's. No, but the girl isn't hers. It's her husband. It's oh. Yeah. Yeah, but she calls her her daughter. So it's, like, four kids either way. Yeah, four kids still. But we're talking about like gave birth to it's, oh, three. it's three. So she yeah, has had three experiences of yeah. those hormones after birth. Yeah. yeah. And she could help you. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, but it's like, <laughs> it's kind of weird. Like, cause she's older than me and everything. It's like, even though like I look up to her and like, I, like I would tell her everything. Like I would also tell her like my problems and everything. But it's Same. like, I know, right? Like yeah. Hakka was like yeah. the one yeah. person you could go and talk her. to. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love her. No, but it's like, I was I had something in my top of my head and I forgot what I was gonna oh, say. Yeah, sorry. it was just like no, it's not not your fault. Um, oh, fuck, I'll come back to it. But let okay. me let me see if I if I remember. No, but it's like um, oh, fuck, I did forget. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about Hakobo. We were talking about Hakobo and yeah. you said how you don't want to reach out to her. 
I didn't want to reach out to anyone. At work, you said. Or admitted it. Yeah. I didn't, wa- I didn't want to admit that I needed help. Mm-hmm. That's the You're thing. You're in denial. I was in denial. Because that's part of postpartum. Mm-hmm. It was. And it's just like, I'm denial because I'm like, in my head, I'm like, okay, you're supposed to do this on your own. You have to learn on your own. No one is going to help you. And it's like, I'm like, what the fuck am I telling? Like, when am that I saying that? Though. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, so you're, you're right to an extent, though. Yeah. That's the thing. Because it's like, if you, if you can't handle the situation by yourself, what makes you think, like, when you are by yourself, how can mm-hmm. you do it? Exactly. But you're not but you're by not yourself. By yourself. Yeah, yeah, you're not. That's, that's not the thing. Yeah, but it happens a lot. Like, some people, when, you say, when someone says you don't have anyone, but you actually see people reach out to you and you see, like, them checking up on you. But mm-hmm. you still think in your mind, you still think no one's, no one's fucking cares. Yeah, because yeah. I still have that mindset. Like since high school, where I lost all my friends, and I'm like, I still think I'm like, all right, no one's there for me. Like, there might be my friends, but I'm like, how am I supposed to know the next day they want want to talk to me? Like, they'll kick me out like the rest of them did. Well, yeah. because that's, that's high school, school. <laughs> and they yeah, th- it's just like people, high school bullshit. Those people are not worth your time. Simple as that. Like, they're not worth your time. If they're e- so easily gonna drop you that way then that's how you know that they weren't even worth your mm-hmm. time. And if when, like, they decide to come back to you, like... Like, nah, bitch, go fuck no, yourself. You like, realize after high school who your real friends yeah. are because then that's who you're actually talking to mm-hmm. and exactly. not confide to eight hours. Yeah. yeah. Like, honestly, like, yeah, sure. Like, we all kind of were social butterflies Yeah, in high school. Like, all of us were. And, I mean, where are they now? Like, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, yeah, like, the only people <laughs> I talk to out of high school is just, like, Joel, Joel which I stopped talking to. We stopped talking to for, for like, three like or three four years. years. Yeah. And another person was Vanessa. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God. Vanessa was, like, whatever I said to her, she was, like, shut the fuck up. You're fine. Like that. Like, she'll tell me straight up. Like, shut up. You're fine. Like, Suck it up. Suck yeah, up like person. that. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, like, I wanted to reach out to her, too. But, like, I know that she recently went through a breakup. And uh-huh. I was, like. All right, I need to give her space. No, you. Well, okay. No, that's give her you, her time. No, like, it's like you need to grieve. Yeah, grieve like you that, do. but you don't need to grieve that long. I think. I think, I think it was just recently. That's why. But I mean, if you would have just sent her a simple text, like, "Hey, yeah. man, like I'm fucking depressed. Mm-hmm. Postpartum's hitting me." You really yeah. think she wouldn't take no, out she time of her like, day? You know what? My stuff is more important than yours. No, nah, she she's wouldn't not, do that. No, she's not like she that. She would have been yeah. like, yeah, like, dude, I'm here for you, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, And it also would have kind of helped her get her mind off. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But the thing is, like, even though, like, I felt like I wanted to reach out to my dad or my mom, it's like, if I told them I need help, they're going to be like, oh, it's because you're not doing it right. And it's like. You don't want to hear that. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you, like, in my head, it's like, I think that they're probably going to say that I'm not a <laughs> good enough mom because i still feel that way sometimes like i feel like i'm not good enough but you, you're just you starting are. yeah like don't 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 think say that, that. <laughs> you've only been a mom for two months three months three months yeah and you're doing a good job yeah. dude you're working like 40 as long as the week. baby's still alive you're all right <laughs> you're doing a good job as long as the baby's still alive, you're doing a good job <laughs> Such a fucking bitch, though, bro. <laughs> That's well, the, kind of the truth. truth. I know truth. it is right, but it's just like fuck any else's opinion. Oh, mm. you're not putting them on this. You're not doing that. You're well, not, no, fuck as long them. as the baby is fine, it's healthy, it's alive. You're yeah. a good mom. As long as you're giving the baby love, you're a good mom. Now I just leave her in the fucking crib and be like, "Yo, yeah. for yourself." <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're doing a good job. Don't beat yourself up. No, because I just like my family's very old school. Old school and very opinionated. So it's like, if I do something wrong or like I don't feel, I don't even want to go out. That's the thing. Like I don't want to go out and like enjoy myself. Even like my mom says it's fine. Even if I know like she talks to my aunt. So if my aunt tells them, "Oh, Jennifer's out doing something," like, "Oh, she's not taking care of the baby. Why is she taking care of the baby? She just had a baby. She's supposed to be with the baby." And it's like, to my family, I'm like the good child, mm-hmm. like the the person that wouldn't hurt a fly. But it's like, it's just hard to, like, live up to that. Yeah. Because, like, of course I fucked up so many times. Like, fuck. And, like, you snap. People snap. Yeah. (laughs) You can't just be like that, you know. Yeah, to the point that I ended up in the hospital for, like, two days. Yeah. I was like, I didn't want help or anything because, like, I know I wasn't feeling myself. I started feeling, like, 
dizzy, lightheaded, like vomiting. My te- my body would change temperatures all the time, and I'm like, I'm fine. Like I'm just worried more about Daniela. Like I didn't care about what happened to me. I I was just more worried about Daniela. Yeah. So it's just like, I guess to the point where I guess I got up in the morning to go make his coffee, and I started feeling lightheaded. So I'm just like, I went, um, I poured water on my face, just to um, see if it will help. I was fine that I remembered, but I don't know what. I just laid my head down, and I woke up to on the floor. On the kitchen floor. On the kitchen floor. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I woke up and I was just like, I was just like, how the fuck? How? Oh, like you blacked out. Yeah. How did I black out for like I don't even know my five ten minutes, and like no I ran. I I don't I didn't notice. Like no one heard. No one, no one noticed. Mm-hmm. No, I was like legit. I was in. I was by myself in the kitchen, and I woke up to myself like peeing on myself. Oh, that's how you woke up. Yeah, that's how I woke up. Like that's how I know I fainted because I was peeing myself. Good shit, kidneys, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, and like, I ran to the room and I told Jose, I'm like, I fainted, and like, and he's like, what? I was like, I just fainted. Like, I don't know how the fuck I fainted. I fainted, and I started having a panic attack. And I was like, I was crying and everything. I'm like, I fainted. And I'm like, and he was holding Daniela. And my, like, my mom here comes up from the laundromat. She's like, what happened? I was like, I just fainted. And I don't know what's, like, I don't know what happened. Like, I don't know why I fainted. I don't know what's going on with me. And like, my mom's like, calm down, calm down. And I'm over here hysterically crying and like, breathing fast and everything. And it's like, my sister just left to work too. My mom calls her, tell her come back. Something happened to Jennifer. Something's wrong with Jennifer. The ambulance came to the house to check my blood pressure mm-hmm. and it was low yeah. really low and like they told me do you want to go to the hospital or you are fine i'm like i'm fine like i don't want to go and then i'm just like my mom kept telling me go to the hospital so they could check you out and i was like no because i don't have insurance i don't have medical and i don't want to pay i'm still paying from the other hospital yeah. and when i got um i was like i'm just gonna sleep it off maybe i just need a rest so the next morning I felt worse. And I was like, and I told, I woke up Jose. I'm like, I'm going to need to go to the hospital. And we went. The When I went, I told him, I was like, the symptoms, like I was faint, I fainted. I was having, I would get fevers. I would be sweating. Like, I would be like very lightheaded. And when I would eat, I would throw it up. So the doctor's like, you might have COVID. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't think so. Cause I just had, like they tested me and I was negative on COVID. Yeah, and they're like, it could come back. I was like, it could, you could have gotten it. And I was like, I don't think so, because no one in my house got has COVID. Yeah, and they're like, they checked my temperature, and they're like, all right, you need to get inside. And I was like, why? I was like, because they were checking my temperature, and like, I don't know what the doctor said or anything that it was low or high or like, yeah. And they're like, you need to come inside so we could do more blood work on you. So it turns out I had sepsis. 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 What's that? It's an, an infection. infection. Like, yeah. um, oh wait, hold up. Let 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 me pass you to a co-creator Jay, so he could define septis. Sepsis. Sepsis. Septic. Septic. I don't fucking know what that means. Sepsis. Sepsis. It's an infection. It's pretty much. It's an infection. So it's um, you can get it multiple ways. Um, I guess the most common would be. Yeah. So it'd be like, if you don't treat your wounds, uh, you'll, you can get it after a while. No, it's like, um, I had a vaginal tear, but... That can cause it, that, any type yeah, of damage to your thing, body. They said that I was supposed to go get my postpartum checkup to do all of that. But that was the time they also canceled my medical. So I was still on the phone with I my... America. Yeah, I was still on the phone with my <laughs> social worker to tell them to activate it. To, so I could go check it. And then during at the time, I was still, that's when the symptoms were happening. That I was like, my sister and my mom even said, you might have septus, sep- sepsis, whatever. And I'm like, no, it's just like, maybe it's just like, I'm not taking care of myself. I'm just like not eating right or like resting or anything. Um, so it's just like, I had that. I had, I was dehydrated. I had also a UTI, apparently. I had, like, a lot of things wrong with me. 
Oh, yeah, I was still in the hospital. I stayed there for, like, two to three days, I think, because they said I couldn't go home until my pressure was back up, I wouldn't have fevers, and my headache would go away because I had really bad, like, headaches. I thought they were migraines because of the stress of taking care of Dizzy, but... No, they said it was just, like, all of the symptoms that they told me. And it was, like, a lot of things. And I was, like, some of them I couldn't pronounce. And I still can't pronounce them. Because my mom, when they gave me the, what is it, the, that form, like, they take the, when you're leaving the hospital. Oh, the, um, the what? Yeah. Yeah, of what you have and everything. My mom was looking up everything, and she started crying the next day when I got back. Because she's, like, mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think the biggest one was sepsis. I remember that. It was just Yeah, well, it was it was the fact that it was like sepsis stage 1 and they were worried that um it was already going like stage 2. And so that's why like everybody was like panicking and that's why they like immediately admitted her mainly because sepsis is something that you don't take lightly, especially when you catch it. Mm-hmm. But I remember like the whole time they didn't want to admit it that it was that it could be sepsis because I remember we were there in the room and they were like taking your temperature and everything and they were like do you know what could have caused this? And I remember telling the doctor who was there, I was like, she had some vaginal tearing when she gave birth. And the doctor immediately was just like, no, it's not that. And I was like, you don't, you don't know that though. And the doctor was just like, she needs to go to an OBGYN for that. And I was like, we gave birth in this hospital. Like, this is the hospital where Dizzy was born. Mm -hmm. And the guy was just like, I don't know about any of that. And I was just like, Mm. what? Like, I'm telling you what it probably is. Like, if you think that, that like, this could be sepsis, like, that's probably where it came from. And the whole time he was just like, no, no, no. And then I remember they, like, carted you off, and, like, immediately they were like, you need to leave the room. Uh, we're going to take her to the ER and just have her there for observation and everything. Yeah, I was just on a lot of, and they were giving me a lot of antibiotics. Mm-hmm. And, like, fluids, too. Yeah. And they were giving me medicine for the headache, but whatever they gave me, it didn't help. They had to give me something stronger. So they did give me something stronger, and I ended up, like, falling asleep, being, like, sleepy all day. I guess it just, and being in the hospital just makes you more depressed than you already are. Because, like, mm-hmm. there's no light. You don't see anyone. You don't, like, especially with the whole COVID thing, like, none of your family members are there for you or, like, to check up on you. I would be, like, FaceTiming you or Celeste to see Dizzy because mm-hmm. I was just more worried about her than myself. Yeah. And then, like, I guess after, like, they were just, I guess when I was FaceTiming my dad, they're like, you're fine. Everything's going to be fine and all that. And I guess, and, like, two days later, I was getting shit from my dad. And my mom was like, you see, you don't take care of yourself. You're supposed to be taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You're a mom mm-hmm. now. Yep. And I was like, what do you want me to do? Like, I'm new at this. Like, how can I have known that I had septis, sepsis? And like, it's because we told you to go to the hospital with, like, to the doctors, like, with what medical? I was like, yeah. I already owe money more than I already do. Mm-hmm. And especially with this bill, too, because I have to put in my insurance and everything. And I think I owe, like, around $500 right now from the Westfield Hospital. Yeah. That's not including the medicines or anything. Mm-hmm. So after all that was happening, I wasn't allowed to go out. I wasn't allowed to basically do anything, just rest and eat, right? Don't be drinking anything, just water. I wasn't even allowed to hold Dizzy. Yeah, I remember that. That was fucking depressing. Like, she wasn't even sleeping with me anymore. And that just made it hard too, cause I'm like, I don't know if she's fine. I don't know what's going on. Like, I would have to have to. I would be waking up at five in the morning in order to get her from my mom, and that was just fucking sad for me, cause like she's my daughter. She's supposed to be with me at all times, and it's like more heartbreaking, cause it just makes me feel less of a mom. Cause like, mm. all right, my mom's helping me. That's cool. But I'm supposed to be doing all of this. I'm supposed to be staying up with her. Even though I did in the beginning. And it was hard. Like hell. Because my mom, I guess, saw me like holding her on my chest. And she was already knocked out. And I was already knocked out. So I guess she was just scared that like she might have fallen or anything. And I'm like, I get that. But it's also because we didn't have her on a sleep schedule. Mm-hmm. We just let her sleep whenever she wanted. No, it was, it was that. And it was trying to get her on that sleep schedule. Mm-hmm. That was like the hardest part. It was just because... She just slept, like, whenever, and trying to keep her up was, like, the hardest thing in the world because when she wanted to sleep, she slept. Like, she didn't care. Mm-hmm. 
now she's more accustomed to like I sleep all night and then I nap like every now and then during the day, but it's never like a big nap. No, it's like an hour, thirty minute nap. Mm-hmm. It's never like three hours anymore, no. which is good. She's doing good about that, but yeah, it was just like in the beginning though, it was very hard. Yeah, it was stressful and hard, and like the fact that like I was. I would want to be making sure she was okay with all, like, changing her formulas and going to a lot of doctor visits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, I just, like, I guess didn't care what was going on with me. I was just, like, pushing all of things aside just to make sure she was okay. Yeah. And it was, like, more hard because, like, it was just more annoying. Yeah. Because, like, like, ever since, like, my mom had her sleeping with her for, like, a month. Yeah, like, uh, the first month, it was, like, she would always just take her. The first month was with me. Mm-hmm. The second month was with her. Was it? Yeah. Mm. The first month, because, like, we would take turns sleeping, but, like, you would never be able yeah. to. And that's why I would always be like, I can stay up with her. You know, I can do that. Yeah, but, like, when it came to tonight, you would already, like, when I would wake up, you were already knocked out. Mm-hmm. But she's gotten a lot of better with sleeping. Yeah. She hasn't woke, she only wakes up, like, one time. I remember the one thing that I did not enjoy throughout all of that, though, was just the amount of judgment coming from other people about how we should raise our daughter and how we should take care of her and all that. Even from the fucking doctor. That was, like, the most aggravating part was that, like, every time we would go to the doctor and we would ask her a question about, like, you know, we're worried about her sleep schedule or we're worried about her feeding or um, her poops, stuff like that, like, just basic stuff. The amount of judgment we would just constantly get where it's just like, oh, you can you can Google it. And I, and I, I remember telling you, I think today, I was just like, that's not the fucking point. Like, I understand I can Google it, but you're a doctor. Like, I can ask you straight mm-hmm. up. And I remember that. Like, we asked her about it because she was having, like, um, watery poops. Yeah. Remember that? And we asked the doctor, and the doctor literally looked at me, sighed, and then told me to pull out my phone and Google, like, healthy poops for babies. And I was so fucking annoyed that she told me to do that. I was like, you're a doctor. Like, I shouldn't have to fucking look up a chart on Google. Google that may yeah me that's that exactly I have cancer but I just have a freaking cold like, exactly that, that that that's why diagnosis herself yeah exactly oh yeah you would know that <laughs> <laughs> exactly. but that's the thing that was like so annoying about it was just like you're a doctor like I shouldn't have to Google anything like I could ask you and you can tell me and then even then like same thing with like she has like upset stomach and stuff like that like how do we go about that oh Google this and then do that and it's just like you're a doctor like I shouldn't have to Google anything and I'm in asking America, yeah. I'm paying you exactly so like we're paying you for this right now because her medical like uh, that was a whole fucking thing yeah her medical goes look I'll take it away the same time I did mm-hmm. which oh. is legal yeah but that's not supposed to happen she's supposed to have a guaranteed year. year of medical and that's not allowed to be revoked and yet it was revoked yeah and then that was a whole fucking hassle to get it back but um even that like every now and then like when we'd be doing something with her like your mom or your sister or your brother they would always chime in and they'd be like are you doing that right is that right your mom was like the most with it she was always just like when i was with you guys i didn't do that yeah you know i never did that or when i did that i did it this way and it was always just like yeah but you know, we're yeah. we're learning. I understand that you want to give us her two cents, yeah. but it's just like we like let us figure this out. But it always just be like you have to do it this way. You have to do it the way that I did it mm-hmm. when I was with you, like twenty odd years ago. No, yeah, I get it that she was trying to help because like throughout this whole like three months, she's been very helpful. Oh, very, but yeah. it, it's it, a it's a lot of um like unasked input. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how, well, like, yeah, I, I know everyone is even like from people that we don't even know, like they would tell mm-hmm. us, oh, you should do this or that. Yeah. I remember one day you came to me or uh, you didn't even come to me. We were, we were still fucking together. Uh, Wait, are you saying that we're not together right now? Currently, no, we don't live together right now. Which oh, sucks. I thought you meant we're too, like, not no, together no, together. Like, it's like, we, are you breaking up with me on the podcast? Yeah. This, you heard it first. <laughs> you heard it first here. And while no one was watching podcast episode number 13. No. We broke up. We broke up. No. Uh, that'd be heartbreaking. Yeah, right. Uh, no, but I remember you came to me and you were telling me about how you didn't like how every day, every hour, every 30 minutes, somebody would walk into the room because Dizzy was crying about something, whether she was cranky, hungry, or, you know, it was time to change her diaper. Everybody would run into the room, look at you and be like, what's wrong? What did you do? What did you do? She's a baby. She cries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's just like, you, you told me you were like, I don't like be like being asked that question. Cause it's just like, 
what do you mean? Like you just heard your cry and you're like, your first response isn't like, what's going like, let me help or whatever. Like, you know, it's always just like, what did you do? You know, what's wrong? And it's just like, nothing's wrong. Like she's just, you know, she peed and I got to change her diaper. It's time for her to eat. And she's getting upset because she doesn't want to wait like the extra like 10 minutes yeah. or whatever. And that's why she's like screaming her lungs out because she's throwing a tantrum. And it would always just be like, what, what did you do? Yeah, it was just like, it was hard because we were first time parents as well. Mm-hmm. It was especially hard, especially like the fact that I didn't want to admit that I had the postpartum thing. Yeah, you still don't. I still don't want to admit it. I admitted it to you like a couple weeks ago. I'm like saying that I think I have postpartum. And And then I laughed at you and I was like, I know you have postpartums. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, what do you mean you think? I was like, I know. And that's not admitting. That's just saying, oh, I think Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's me trying to admit That's you trying to admit. I understood that. But I remember that. I was sitting on the couch watching TV or something with Dizzy and you're like, I think I have postpartum. (laughs) And I literally laughed. I looked at you and I laughed and I was like, yeah, you do. (laughs) Yeah. That's sad. Because the whole time, like, I was like, I knew it, you knew it, everybody knew it, that you had postpartum. But I don't know, it was just like a weird barrier where it was just like, you didn't want other people to know or you didn't want other people to think less of you because you had it. And, I mean, you shouldn't. It happens. That's literally why it's a thing. Yeah. But I also understand how difficult it is from an outsider's perspective. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not, you know. I'll never carry a child. I'll never know what that's like. Shit like that. Yeah, me saying that I'm not gonna get an epidural and then I'm like, I'm gonna fucking get an epidural because the contractions were too fucking. And then they did it wrong. Yeah, they did it wrong. They did it wrong. I had to get two. Yeah. Yeah. What did they mess up the first time? I don't know. They messed up the first time because I think the guy was doing it wrong. Um, That's exactly what we were saying. Yeah, because the 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 first guy was like the night shift guy. And uh, I forgot what he was saying, but he was like, um, it was like the way he was doing it was wrong or something. Um, but the first guy did it wrong. And then the second guy was like the main director of that, of the of the anesthesiology. Uh, and so like he came and he did it. And while he was like telling us like how he was doing it and everything, he was like, if you do this, it doesn't work. And that's literally what the guy before him did. Yeah. Because it was something like you have to like breathe in and like not move or something or some shit. Yeah, and then the other guy was just like, I don't know, shaky hands or some shit. I don't know. But I remember, like, he said something, and I was like, oh, the other guy just fucked up then. Yeah, yeah. or something like that. Like, I can't, I don't even, I just thought that it didn't affect me, the epidural. The epidural? Yeah, like, when he put it in, it just didn't affect me at all. Like, only half oh, side the, of my the first, first time. time yeah, it was like, like, half no. of it was just, like. And then, like, you got, like severe pains on like the other half mm-hmm. where you, you were like crying and you were like i want to go it, home i want to go home it feels like my hips about to break because you couldn't feel one but you could feel the other yeah and, and then the guy came in and then he did it right and then you were like slapping your legs and you're like i can't feel anything yeah i was like <laughs> i can't walk guys that's exactly what it was <laughs> yeah. she looked at me like after the guy did it and she was like slapping her legs really hard and she was like i don't feel it <laughs> <laughs> i was happy because i was able to sleep yeah and I woke up, and that's when I was like, I, and the nurse asked me, he's like, are you fine? I was like, yeah, I just can't feel my legs. She's like, oh, okay. So that's normal. Yeah, that's normal. Mm-hmm. But if anything, like, with the whole thing, I don't know if I should go to a therapist for it. But therapy, I think everyone should go to therapy. Yeah. Yeah. I think therapy should be mandatory for every adult. I think it should be more mandatory for yeah. women that give birth. Especially women who... Especially yeah. to those that have no one, legitly. Definitely. Huh? <laughs> and I don't know. It shouldn't be a stigma, too. No, it yeah. shouldn't. It really shouldn't. No. Especially with people who are just giving birth. Women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wasn't thinking. I just I thought I was just fine. The first month, that was like, for the well, first week or two, I was fine. No? No. No. I wasn't? No, you would like, bro, the, the second we left the hospital and we started adjusting to like being in the apartment with uh, with everybody, it was very apparent that it was just like you had postpartum. It was a lot of a lot of days of you um, getting overwhelmed way easier than you normally would. Uh, it was like anything, anything could just set you off into like a, a, a mood and in any which way, you know, whether that's just angry, sad, uh, that type of thing. I don't know. It was just really weird uh, seeing that 
and kind of being like, well, that normally doesn't upset you that much. And then here you are, you know, crying or um, getting really upset and mad and yelling or whatever. And it's just like, I don't know. It was just strange um, seeing it from the outside and being like, fuck, like you really do have postpartum right now. And then it was like way worse because it was just like, you're all the way out there in Canoga Park. It's like a 30 minute drive, give or take on traffic and everything. And it's just like. It was it was especially tough for you because you always just said it was just like nobody comes visits me, nobody really talks to me on the daily, you know, like nobody really reaches out to me, and like in a consistent manner, you know, where it's more sporadic. Like every other now like and every days yeah, like, like every week. other three days a week or every month or so, somebody would check in on you and stuff like that. And I just remember you telling me about how hard it is. Yeah. And then it was always hard, too, to, like, try to get you to, like, take a day off and being like, you should take a break, you know, go sit on the couch or something or go um, go out, go do something. It's very difficult to try to get you to do any of that. Like, now here we are. I mean, shit. Like, we, <laughs> you've gotten better at it, like, of, of overcoming um, the postpartum to an extent. Oh but yeah, the I remember first time I went out was with Deborah to mm-hmm. go eat Korean barbecue, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which we couldn't cook our own fucking food. Yeah, I want Korean barbecue. I remember you were telling me about it. You were like, "Should I go?" And I was like, "Yes, get the fuck out." I was like, "You should definitely go." <laughs> yeah, because dude, you would not believe how hard it was to like get her to do anything um, other than be with Dizzy. Like literally, I'd be like, I'd be with Dizzy in the room, and I'd be like, "You should go take a break. Go sit on the couch. Go watch some TV." go do something, you know, go keep yourself occupied. And it would always just be like, no, I need to be here. I should be here with her. I need to be here with her. It's like, why? I have her. And it's just like, yeah, but I want to be here. Yeah, she spoke earlier about how... Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, she spoke earlier about how, like, she just feels that if she does anything else rather than being with, you know, Dizzy, that her family's just going to judge her. Yeah. That everyone's well, yeah, going to talk yeah. about her not being a good mother because mm-hmm. she's not... With her child, twenty four seven. Yeah, but she shouldn't have to That's be. That's not, yeah. Yeah. It's that because it's because like my cousins, like they, bo- two of my cousins both had um babies this year as well. Mm-hmm. We're like they're like a month apart each. Mm-hmm. My cousin was the first one that had it her in May. Mine was in June. My other cousin was in August. My cousin, like he, um, would always be going out yep. all the time, like drinking, going out with his friends, and I'm mm-hmm. like, fuck. Like, in my head, I was like, I don't want to be like that because, like, I'm over here you're seeing him post up things like he's over here having fun and where's the baby? Mm-hmm. And I'm hearing that the baby's with the grandma and also the mom's outgoing having fun. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I told Jose, I was like, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to. Yeah. Like, I even told him, I told him, I don't even want you. I want you going out to, like, once in a while, but not all the time. Like, I don't want to be the stay-at-home mom, like, where I'm over here by yeah. myself dealing with Daniela. What did I tell you? You don't have friends. No. Wait, did I? Yeah. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, shit. Did I really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. No, but I remember telling you, other than that, sorry, uh, that it was just like, you're viewing it as an extreme, where it was, it's either one way or the other. Either you go out all the time or you stay home all the time. And I told you, I was like, you need a break. Like You need to do something other than just being with her 24-7, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I feel like you still view it as that, as an extreme, like, like you still kind of be like, if I go out, I can only be out for like an hour and then I have to come immediately back and I have to check on her. Hang out with me and my other friends. I don't think your friends would like. They would. They went to NoHo. It's Alex. It's Dina. It's Josh. I don't know if you know. They're really cool people. We stay up till three in the morning. Go out. Do it. Well, wow. they, they'd be down too they're like the type of like fuck it let's go let's go pick up your friend <laughs> and we're like alright let's go pick up my friend like with the baby <laughs> no you, you're missing the point <laughs> <laughs> just don't go on Alex's car when we go to the canyons and you'll be fine mm-hmm. so okay. you're saying to go to Alex's car get when no. you guys are driving down the hill no. <laughs> open the door and jump off no Alex's no car no. in the canyons <laughs> no, don't do that. Tell Alexis to go faster in the canyons. Uh, no. <laughs> I mean. Well, you should just be up. 
It's fun. I've told you before, too, where I was like, I have vacation days. I have sick days. I'm like, if you ever feel. Yeah, but you just came back from work. I don't care. I've told you. I've told you before. I was like, I don't care. Like, I, it doesn't matter. What are they going to do? Fire me? She's using the hour that he has. I was like, yeah. I was like, I have the time for it. I was like, I can. Like, that's literally what I told you. I was like, if you ever feel like you need a day off, tell me. I will call out. I will, I'll make it happen. I'll give you the time that you need. Yeah, I need a day off tomorrow. All right, cool. I'll call out tomorrow. I'll stay. I don't care. No. I'm still going to have the job. I mean, damn. No, but then your manager's going to be bitching at you. Yeah, it's okay. I don't, care. I don't care about him. Do. Yeah. That yeah, that, and, that and what you said. I had a kid. They know I had a kid. Like, if I, if I call out, I, I mean, if I call out, it's literally just going to be like, oh, you're having problems with the kid? Yeah. All right, cool. Don't worry about it. Like, it even matters. I've called that before, like, so much, and they don't give a shit. Like, yeah. nobody ever follows up. Yeah. Well, it's just hard, because, like, I don't... I, like you said, my mindset just be, like, don't abandon your child. And you're not. If anything... <laughs> I'm going to go pay the taxi. If anything, you're doing it for, for her well-being, too, because you don't want her to grow up with a depressed mom who feels that she has to be with her child all the time. Yeah. yeah. You want her growing up with someone who as, loves as, being with their child mm-hmm. and also loves life. Yeah. As much of an obligation having a child is, it's also just kind of like you don't want you don't we don't want her to know how much of an obligation it is. That's why yeah. a lot of kids grow up. Thinking their burdens because their parents were like, oh, I have him. I don't. Yeah, I can't they do treat it. They, yeah. yeah, she's I not. A, I mean, yeah. She's work, but she's not a job. No, she's a cute. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. a cute little baby. She's, cute little she's fucking adorable. Yeah. I love her. It's like we can't bring her a lot over here because of the whole COVID thing. And we were mm-hmm. supposed to bring her today. I was like, I was. I wanted yeah, to surprise wanted you guys to bring her, to bring today, her here, yeah. like to Jason's house. Like, I wasn't so even supposed to be on the podcast today. Yeah, but with the whole with the whole heat thing and everything, yeah. it's just hard with her. You want to do the sign off? Oh, yeah. I feel like you should yeah, do it because you opened, I, you, start, you opened it. it. Now you need to finish it. You need to finish something, Chucky. I know I have to finish something for once. Okay. Yeah, you have to finish for once. Um, no, I do. What the heck? You do? I, I treat myself. I treat myself. What do you mean? That's why I didn't. I don't do it myself, but. So, thank you for tuning in on this episode of Postpartum with Jen. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, for any mothers that need help, you know, reach out to Jen at, on, on Instagram. You know, she's woke. She'll help you out through it, I think. At AggieJen97. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. All right, bye. That's it. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>